get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. We are so excited to have you with us this week. Real Victory Radio is all about getting ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. We want to encourage you to go courageously and live victoriously. And we're thrilled to have you listening in this week. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. We are continuing our series today on the Fruitful Living series. You can go back and listen to Love, Joy, Peace, and Patience. And this week we're talking about kindness and goodness and what that means and how you can have those qualities in your life. And we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit from Galatians 5.22. This week we are moving on towards kindness and goodness and how those are two different fruits, but they are very intertwined like they all are. But we're talking about those two this week. So Latian, I would love to hear how you want to talk about the kindness, goodness, fruit of the spirit, because I know that you have a lot of thoughts going on. You know, when we think of kindness, we think, I anyway, think of generosity. I think of like acts of service. We've heard the, the cliche um, random acts of kindness through, it's not really a cliche, it's a, one of the five love languages, actually, is acts of kindness. And so it's a quality of being generous or considerate or expressing your heart in, in a kind way. And then goodness is really a moral virtue. And um, the Bible presents goodness, Amy, as the core quality of our Lord. And I don't know about you, but I want all the goodness that he offers because I know how bad I can be. <laughs> I know how bad I can be. And I know that in my on my best day, I'm not always 100% kind. And I would confess that I don't always act um, in goodness. And sometimes my sinful nature surprises me because after all these years of walking with Jesus, it, it, that sinful nature will spring up in a moment in the grocery store. We talked about patience last week and all of the fruits of the spirit that we've been talking about tag one another, don't they? It's like we have to be patient or we can't be kind and we certainly can't have goodness within us express the fruit of the spirit goodness. So Proverbs twenty one twenty one says, whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life righteousness and honor and then proverbs eleven seventeen says a man who is kind benefits himself but a cruel man hurts himself and sometimes we think of kindness and goodness as a gift that we give to other people but really it's a gift we give to ourselves because here we see that a man who's kind benefits himself but a cruel man hurts himself he hurts his own reputation he is creates misery within himself, and um, 
we can and are capable of living fruitful lives. We are capable of being kind when the world is unkind to us, Amy. And we are capable of raising kind children in an unkind world and teaching them the goodness of a holy God that can help them to uh, personify goodness as well in the moments that are needed. And, you know, I was thinking about who is the person in my life that would come to mind immediately that personified both of these fruits of the Spirit, kindness and goodness. And I thought of my father who is now in the presence of Jesus. And when he was in World War II, serving in World War II, he was nicknamed the name Sweetie. And as I was thinking about the two fruits of the Spirit, kindness and goodness, Amy, it just made me smile because I thought, I don't even have to ask anybody why they gave him that nickname because I know why, because he was a kind man and he was a man who embodied goodness within himself and he, it was a benefit to himself as Proverbs eleven seventeen says. And because he chose that life, he chose to live personifying the fruits of the spirit of kindness and goodness. He was able to be that kind of father to me, and he was a sweetie. He had this godly goodness within himself, and so we know that evil is the opposite of goodness, and David Jeremiah said that goodness, he says that God's goodness conveys his generosity, and he says by nature he longs to bring joy and blessings to all creatures. And for some of our listeners today, they may not be able to identify with a father who was kind or good, who embodied kindness or goodness. But I just want to encourage you today that that was yesterday and that God will use your painful story. He loves you so much and he wants you to place it all in his holy lap and leave it with him and let him create a message out of the mess of your life. And he wants to be the father to you who is kind and good. And as David Jeremiah said, he wants to give you goodness. And he wants to lavish you generously because it's his nature. Isn't that awesome, Amy? It's That's beautiful. Awesome. It's oh. really beautiful. And I think that oh, so many things touched me when you were when you were talking. My uh, in my husband's phone, I looked at his phone one day and it said "sweetie," and I'm like, "What's that?" And he's like, "You." And I was like, "Oh, wow! I, I would not have thought that I was very sweet a lot of times." So I was kind of surprised to see that. And I love Aww. that your dad showed you what kindness looked like, and and. When I think about the kindness and goodness, there's just a few things that that you talked about God's like his benevolence towards us, his goodness towards us. And Rick Renner is an evangelist, and he says that it's like the ability, the goodness is like being adaptable. It's the ability to act for the welfare of those who are trying our patients. We talked about patients mm-hmm. last week, and it is that kindness and that goodness that draws us back to God and it draws people to him. 
And when you were talking about just how we can teach our kids about the goodness of God, I thought about one of the words, uh, goodness, the Latin for that is bonitas, which is like pretty in Spanish. And I thought about all the mean girls when we grow up and how we don't want our kids to be that be labeled if they're boys or girls to be labeled as mean spirited or unkind. We want to show kindness so that other people can be kind and learn what kindness is. And I really, really, really enjoyed when you were talking about how it's really for our own benefit. I didn't, I I don't think that I've really thought about that. Yes. Yeah, that was really it's good. So crazy. It's crazy that it's for our own benefit because we always think of it as a gift we give to other people. But we embody the presence of a holy God and all of the fruits of the spirit are his gift to us that he wants to lavish us with. Amy, and I got a little excited and kind of talked over you there <laughs> to kind of do that with each other. But I, I thought when you were talking about um, the goodness of God earlier, I thought about, and you said about patience and how it all connects. Um, I remember being so young and wanting to do a good thing for my father. And I washed his car, Amy, and then I got this really great idea that I would shellac the wood panel on the side because it was really old looking. And I went in the storage room and got the shellac container and I shellacked the wood side panel. And when he, and I took him outside and I said, daddy, look what I did for you. I was so proud because I'm telling you, Amy, it was the shiniest car you've ever seen. Oh, I bet it was. And he looked at me and he said, honey, and he just kind of dropped his head down. And he said, it's really shiny, honey. It looks really nice. But he said, when the heat is intense, it's going to bust it into a million pieces when the sun hits it intensely. And he just put his arm around me, had every reason to scream at me, <laughs> to, to um, you know, punish me in some way as a father would do when I've done wrong. But he saw my heart and he saw what I was trying to do was an act of kindness and that it was coming from a place of goodness. And he pulled me in, just hugged me into himself. And I just remember his eyes softening. And he didn't say a word, but he was personifying the fruit of the Spirit, patience and kindness and goodness and love, all the ones we've talked about so far, in one moment of life and leaving a mark in my heart that would last forever. And so to every listener who didn't get that kind of response from an earthly father, you get to be that person for somebody else. You get to walk in the spirit. You get to embody kindness and goodness given to you by Jesus every day. And you get to be the one who is loving and patient and kind and good to someone who doesn't deserve it. That is such a beautiful, beautiful story, and it really exemplifies what our life is like with God and how he responds to us when we maybe even do things with good intentions, but the results are not going to be that great. I love that story so much. And when I was thinking, well, and I was studying through what kindness and goodness meant, some of the, the definitions 
were so personified in your dad. And kindness is goodness in action, sweetness of disposition, gentleness in dealing with others. I could just cry thinking about you standing there with your dad and his his love towards you just really acting out in kindness towards you. And the other thing that I wanted to note was that goodness is the essence of who God is. And your dad just showed you that. That was beautiful. And, you know, I'm going to say, Latan, before we move on, I didn't have many moments like that with my dad. When I was younger, he was a very angry man until his first grandchild was born. Something broke in him at that point, and he he softened up a little bit. But before that, he he was he loved us, and he was a good dad, and he did many wonderful things. But his temper and his like, if I had done that, that's not how that situation would have gone for me. So I want the listeners to know that that I didn't have that, and but I have had that with my. Heavenly Father, I have been able to, and I am not dissing my dad at all. He did, he was do. he's not the same man he was a long time ago. And he would, he would readily admit that today. But that kindness that you just talked about, I didn't have as a young girl. I, di- I didn't really experience that very often. And so I want our listeners to hear so strongly of what you said after that. If you didn't have that, you do have it in your heavenly father. Yes. And, you know, there are many people listening right now that feel they made the biggest mistake of their life. And maybe they messed up really big, Amy, and they put the coat of shellac where it didn't need to be. I'm just going to use that as the analogy. Whatever it is for each listener, they know. The Lord wants to pull you into himself today, and he is ready to love you and to forgive you and to express kindness and goodness. And that's who he is. That is what he embodies is all of the fruits of the Spirit. And Today, he wants to extend his kind heart to you and his goodness by forgiving you and helping you to walk in absolute freedom. And in Psalm 31, 19 through 20, Amy, I love this scripture. It says, oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. You shall hide them in your secret place of your presence from the plots of man. You shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Isn't that awesome to know that he gives us a promise that if we will fear him and trust him, come to him, allow him to be our father, the right father, the righteous one, that he will give us the promise that he will hide us in a secret place of his presence and protect us and keep us from the plots of men, that he will keep us secretly from strife and from the tongues of people's evil words against us. That's a promise 
that is worth having faith for. It absolutely is. And as you were talking about that, I was reminded of a story of when I was not the giver of kindness. And for the young mom out there who feels overwhelmed and sometimes overwrought with just the challenges of just the littlest things of everyday life with your kids. I remember when my son was five years old, he dropped a gallon of milk and it burst in my kitchen on my wood floors and it went Mm. everywhere. Like the top came off and milk was absolutely everywhere. And you know, that's not a good thing for wood floors, right? Well, I cared a whole lot more for my wood floors than I did for my son's heart. And I wounded his heart so much that day that he would tell you even today that he remembers that. And I had to, in his adult years, go back to him and say, I was so wrong. I'm so sorry that I wounded your spirit that day. And he forgave me, thankfully. He was like 18 years old. And we had this conversation. I said, you know, do you remember I was not kind to you that day? And I'm so sorry. And I think that we have to be people who are willing to humble ourselves and ask forgiveness and to say we're sorry and to act out of kindness. And he Mm. readily, you know, said, Mom, I forgive you. But he did remember it did wound him. And so for Mm. that listener or that mama who has had that fit of rage and, you know, yelled or screamed or wasn't, you know, kind to people around so you, whatever the, the situation was, God says that he will take us into that secret place and transform us. Mm. And he will, he will make us new. He makes us a new creation. He gives us the Holy Spirit. And within the Holy Spirit, he gives us these fruits that we're talking about so that we can be loving and joyful and peacemakers and patient and kind, and good, all because of who Christ is and who God is, we possess, we are heirs to the throne. We are heirs of the things and the characteristics that God possesses and that Jesus possessed, and it lives inside of us. And that is what the fruit of the Spirit is all about. We can, we have access to this. Yes. I I love everything you're sharing, and I have so much respect for you for sharing that story because we all need to hear that. I needed to hear that. There are so many memories attached to my mothering. We're on the heels of Mother's Day here. And I remember just um, wishing that I had responded more gently, that I had been a little kinder, uh, uh, that, that I could have worded things a different way and as you put so well we can wound the spirit of of our little ones but the good news is that when we confess to the lord and then we make our wrongs right to those we've hurt that's a testimony then amy and your son will never forget the testimony of a mama who was humble enough to ask for forgiveness and someday when he's a father He will be able to exercise that same grace. And that's where our lives become powerful when we're living in this, um, what we're talking about, the fruits of the Spirit. When we are really shaping our minds, our hearts, and our lives um, around really 
asking the Lord to help us respond and live out the fruits of the Spirit in the way He intended. That's so good. And, you know, you you use the word gentleness. You want to have gentleness, and that is one of the things that we're going to be talking about in the weeks to come. We've got faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control coming up. Those should be some really good conversations, more about the, the fruit of the Spirit and what we want our lives to look like and having that fruitful living Remember, you guys can go back and listen to any of the episodes that we've done in the previous weeks on love and joy and peace and patience. And we encourage you to find the podcast on all the different places we're out there and go back and listen to those because these are so important. And we really felt stirred up as we were doing all these shows leading up to the Fruitful Living series to share these things with you because as God was working on us and our hearts in all these things, we wanted to share some of those things with you listeners. And, and if you're thinking about God's goodness, I want to encourage the listeners to look at Psalm 31 and 34, because those are both about God's goodness and who he is. And he says that, When we passionately pursue him, we will never lack any good thing. We're going to close out the show today with a prayer over you. And we just pray that these conversations that we're having with you resonate in your heart, transform your life, and help you to embody these fruits of the Spirit. Father God, we thank you so much for all that you are doing and what you're doing in our lives and how these fruits of the spirit can be who we really are, that we might look more like you. God, would you pour out your love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness upon us that we might look more like you. God, as we have talked about today, I pray that we, for the listener who hasn't known what the goodness of God really feels like or looks like, that they would experience that with you, that they, their eyes would be opened, their ears would be opened And their hearts would be open to see your goodness because, God, you are good. It is the essence of who you are. You are good and kind. And, Father, we thank you so much that your word reminds us in Mark 10, 18, that no one is good but you and that you've invited us into your goodness. You've invited us to participate in your kindness and to take on your character that we cannot have or experience in and of ourselves, Lord. And I just pray that you will just really encourage the listeners today that you are for them, that you love them with an everlasting love, and that you want so much to display your kindness and goodness in their lives. Lord, we just love you, and we just give you glory for who you are. And we thank you that you are the one who helps Amy and I, to be transparent and real with our listeners. And we ask you to make our words really fruitful in the ears of those who are listening, Lord, for your glory. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Latan, I loved our conversation today, and amen to that prayer. That was beautiful. And thank you for sharing about your 
dad and just stories from your heart and all of your wisdom. I always love having these conversations with you because we never, you know, we have an idea of what we're going to talk about, but we don't have bullet points of what we're going to cover. We know the scriptures we're talking about, but we really let the Holy Spirit you know, take what we've studied and turn the conversation into what he wants and what he knows the listeners need to hear. So I appreciate you so much. I love doing the show with you. Right back at you, sister. Me too. It's a gift. It's a gift. And we really love you guys, you listeners. We, you are our friends and we are so grateful when we get to hear from you. So reach out to us today. Amy can tell you, and you tell them where to find us. You guys can find us at go courageously at realvictoryradio.org. You can email us there, and you can check out the website at realvictoryradio.org. And you can also listen to any of the previous podcasts on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. So go back and pick up the ones that you missed. You can listen to those anytime. And we appreciate you and are so grateful that you took time out of your day and weekend to be with us. Thank you so much for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The War.